Uh, previously on, we went to... Uh, well, we were on the ship. We, we covered some stuff about what happened before that. And then we went to leave in Giacomo, uh, locked us back in the captain's room and said, hey, hang tight. Went and talked to a crew member, woke a crew member up, told him to go check on the wooden people, went downstairs. Uh, we hung out, waited for a bit while uh, Tubal and Nard played some games. Well, they went and saw the uh, uh, Barovian mongrels. And the owlbear. And the owlbear. <laughs> and then played some games. And then while we were on the ship, uh, we ended up not seeing anything else on the first ship. A dagger was stolen. Did see that. And then we went to the second ship. Uh, while we were on the second ship, we... The uh, flagship. The flagship. We went... We kind of split up. Uh, Giacomo went up, and the rest of the party went down into the holding area of the ship. And... Giacomo actually spoke to Zord. Zordos. Zordos. Uh, spoke with Zordos. Uh, quickly smacked him with some suggestion as soon as he walked in the door looking like him. Uh, had an epic bit of roleplay there. And then downstairs, Cat uh, and Kang. Searched through the cabins, found a weird locked door, opened it up, uh, found an active wooden automaton person that they're actually called Nimble Rights. Nimble Rights. Uh, found one of those that was active but wasn't moving or doing anything. And then we ended it with Kang finding a secret compartment uh, with a guy that had an eye patch, or a mannequin that had an eye patch on it. Uh, he heard closing time playing outside the boat and the party scurried upstairs and got back in the dinghy and set off to get up or make their way back to the boat away. Okay. You forgot. King passed up a chess piece. Yeah. The chess set. Oh, yeah. Worth over 2,000 gold. <clears throat> you guys are going to look back at that and be like, damn, that was a good decision. Alright. So, two ball... And Narg wandering around the carnival. It's starting to get a little late. Uh, game's starting to wrap up. <clears throat> you see a large human man. Seems to be dressed a little different than the kind of pinstripe costumes that the other carnival workers are wearing. You see him kind of go up to him, say something to him, and they nod and start kind of packing up. Seems to be kind of the boss as he's going around and starts kind of wrapping people and wrapping uh, starts wrapping people up yeah <laughs> it's gonna be one of those nights uh he starts wrapping things up and kind of slowly not necessarily escorting people towards the exit but just kind of standing next to games while other people are waiting kind of staring making them uncomfortable ready to leave uh, yeah, I go up. So you walk up, Narg, at your back. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yes, how can I help you? Uh, I was very interested in your, uh, wooden animations. Your hut. 
Oh, those, uh, they're part of the main show. Uh, we don't really have them out here. If you want to come back tomorrow night, uh, you can see the show, everything that they can do. Well, the reason I was asking is I'm myself an iron worker, and I was hoping I could speak with the person who does your craftsmanship, and I think it would be very nice to introduce a, an iron-crafted version of it. Well, I'm pretty sure these... These are imported uh, from Lanton. Well, there's no finer still than Waterdeep still. Oh, I, I agree, sir. I'm Waterdeep born and bred. Uh, I'm just hired on while the carnival's in town. Um, oh. But you'd probably want to talk to Captain Zord. He'd, he'd be a good good person to talk to. Uh, Could you arrange a meeting? Of course. I can, I can at least give a name. He's always interested in meeting new people, especially people who might be able to assist in any type of business endeavors. Uh, what What is your name, sir? Uh, Tubal. Tubal. And tell him he can find me at, uh, I can't remember the name of... The Revenant Roadhouse. No. No, that is not the Stoke the Fire. That would be Stoke's place. Okay. Yeah, what's that? That would be Steam and Steel. Steam and Steel. It's a terrible name, I know. But Steven still. Oh, I think, I mean, you said you worked in Ironcraft. I think it's a pretty good name, actually. Okay. I'm, but no, I'll, I'll pass that message along. Steam and Steel. Yeah, we really need to work on that one. It doesn't, doesn't drive home the... I mean, what, what would you call it, just if you... I have many names at this <laughs> time. Two hammer. <laughs> Instead of hammer time. There's many names that would fit. Well, you know. No Forging game. on. Oh yeah. That's a real good one, actually. Oh, I have many of them. That's that's real good. You should, you know, are you the owner? No. Well, you should run that by them. I think that that's a that's a great great name. Um, but no, I'll, I'll pass that along. Uh, is there anything else I can do to help you, sir? My friend was very interested in uh, coming today, and he couldn't do it. And I was wondering if you could possibly give us a uh, maybe a discount for him to come back next time. He missed we missed all of the show today, and we would love to come back. Well, I mean, it runs eight days a week, so. I mean, you just come back tomorrow. Eight days of ten day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I, you know, can get a discount because your buddy couldn't quite make it tonight. No. I just must, I must find, I must have, uh, I guess I must go to someone a little bit higher up to get discounts. Yeah. Guess so. You ain't getting it from me. Fair enough. I understand that uh, a Luskin man would never. Oh, I'm sorry. You said you were Water Davian. I'm Water Davian, sir. Oh. Very well. Pass your note along. You have a good day. And so things start kind of, kind of wrapping up. And Narg looks over at you and, oh, well, what we do now? Is it done? We need to wait until our friends come and find us. Okay, that's a good idea. 
Okay. And so you guys row, 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 row. Yeah, we so already we, had you roll for that. Yeah. And then we, we already landed. The boat got back. Like and two docks over. <laughs> yeah. Didn't park the boat down the street. Okay. And so you guys have. Yeah. Start kind of heading back in. Uh, I think it best if I meet up with you at the Reverend Roadhouse. All right. Well, I'll go grab two ball and uh, sounds fantastic. Meet you there. We'll, we'll discuss when we get back. Sounds good. I think I'm gonna probably go ahead and head home. <laughs> well, Said Rainier, who has been with you guys. Uh, sorry, Rainier, you sneaky bastard. I know, but it's a talent. We may have things to discuss. Okay. It might be worth following us back to the Revenant Roadhouse. Okay. Well, I'll just go with you then. Meet back up with Tubal and your large orcish friend. His name's Narg. Narg. And he has feelings. He seems quite lovely. Yes. He's a beautiful soul. I shall see you there. I'll take off to the roadhouse. You're going to the roadhouse? I'm going to the roadhouse. Okay. And so I go into All right. the main group there with... And so you guys Kat. kind of waiting in front of the main area... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I go back to, like, where you all kind of the entrance. I imagine this is just Six Flags. Like, yeah. the Ducky Kingdom. Meet yeah. elevator. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, you're meeting right out. The elevator's right there in the front. Boom. There it is. Yeah, so you Am and I the Rainier only one that's imagined this that way? No, it's completely. That's exactly, I think I said Six Flags. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because it was, like, the whole time. Because you have to keep paying. You pay of. your admission, then you pay for the attractions. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Six Flags bring money. Yeah. <laughs> bring all the money. I'm gonna you, down, by the way. It's got that old man. I told you to keep track. No, no. I, I mean, um, it was. Oh, it wasn't that much. It was a gold to get in. It was a gold to get in. Then it was but silver. Everything was, everything silver was a silver. That. So just take two gold off. Okay. Well, didn't you pay gold for uh, Narg? The hat. So take. He paid a gold for Narg. Oh, that's oh, right. Never mind. I thought you paid a gold for the hats. Didn't you buy everybody hats? You did buy that. You did buy big that. ass hat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you and Narg are wearing ridiculous hats. <laughs> <Minus purple. laughs> I'm gonna take three off. Okay. That's probably good. Yeah, that's fine. Nothing was too awful expensive. They want people to be able to buy things. So, <laughs> Rainier, Kotberg, and uh, Kang go up and see standing at the entrance by the elevator. <laughs> Two ball and Narg wearing ridiculous fuzzy hats. Yep. <laughs> hey, I like your hat. Uh, oh, this. thank you. Yeah. It's nice. Oh, for me? Oh, oh. <laughs> mind if I do. That's Actually, nice. Oh, oh. Here's on Cockburn. Who can do a Cockburn accent? <laughs> oh, thank you, my friend. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Yakimo would love this. Yakimo. Yakimo. Uh, Uncle so Yakimo. <laughs> yeah. Don't perpetuate the uncle. <laughs> <laughs> He's popping two ball. He's, He's popping two ball for a reason. <laughs> so, uh, well, you want to make our way back to the Revenant Roadhouse? Did you find what you needed? Not necessarily, but I'm thinking. That yeah, did maybe... you all talk on the boat no. at all? Okay. Well, not that I know of. Unless I, I don't know what they saw, and he doesn't. Yeah, know we were being really quiet, trying to sneak away. Sneak away. That's so. Part of why I was like, I should get out of here though, because okay. like I'm not exactly subtle with my big ass purple hat yeah. that everyone on deck saw me in. Yeah, Giacomo. 
looks like. I mean, Jackman. Yeah. So. No, we didn't. We didn't really get a chance to learn about what Giacomo figured out, but he seemed like uh, we. It was kind of important, and then we needed to move back up at the Revenant Roadhouse. Well, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go. Narg, if you want to go ahead Are and take the day, okay, Narg? you can. Oh, I'm Rainier. <laughs> Rainier already left. No, no he's Rainier. Rainier. Oh. Oh. oh, pay attention to Bull. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But no, I can go ahead and go home. That's fine. You don't need anybody to hit any more bases. Okay, it was amazing. I rode an Albert. I saw like animal people, and it was really weird. Want to have really weird eyes, and I got to hit things really hard, and I got. You didn't hit the animal people. No, okay. no. Was the Albert ride as good as you'd hoped? It was amazing. You know. He didn't hit it as good as I thought. No, I kind of missed a little bit, hit it on the side. I'll do better next time, Tabool. I promise I won't let you down again. You made up for it. Okay. But I'm going to go home and go to bed now. Okay. Now, he doesn't live in the Revenant Road House, I think. Because I remember we did offer... No, he's got like a place on the, the spare house. rooms. No, okay. Are you going to keep your toys? Of course I am. Look, I've got a little stuff... Was it a, a little house griffin? Yeah. I'm so sure some children would love some toys if you are not planning on keeping them. No, you're right. That would be a really nice thing to do. I was really upset with you because we were in no danger and Nar got to have all the fun and we didn't bring the kids. <laughs> and you talked me out of it. Here you go, Tubal. You can give it, though. I'm sure they would appreciate it from you. Okay. I'll give it to them tomorrow. Good night. And he goes and heads back towards the, back. the dock ward. This all could have gone very differently. Okay, so you guys start heading back to the roadhouse. Mm-hmm. You who left earlier still somehow arrive after them because Catberg is with them. Catberg is with them. Uh, so they do make it in half the time. Um, it's a geographical oddity. <laughs> the weirdest. He knows all the shortcuts. Half the, the time from anywhere. I know. He knows all the shortcuts. Y'all end up making about the same time. Um, but Catberg, as... why are you always parkouring us through the city? <laughs> but as you get there, a small boy runs up. Excuse me, as everyone kind of meets out in front. Um, I have a letter for the owners of the Revenant Roadhouse. Uh, I'm very good with handouts. Yeah. Here you go. And and they said that you would give me money. I give them a gold. Who said? <laughs> and I hold on to it. Who said? The circus people. Here you go. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Bye. Circus people. As soon as he said that, I'm looking around. Like perception check. Yeah, I'm with you. Perception check. Not good. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. <laughs> God. Ten. Ten. Does uh, Giacomo laugh? You see 
on the rooftop, um, kind of down the street a little bit, uh, kind of a shadowy figure, uh, and it looks like it realizes that you saw it and slips away. Okay. Like four buildings down. Okay. So sure. it, it was out of... Okay. Yeah, Sorry. it's... Is gal. Jacques hands kind of start to shake just the slightest bit with the paper before he hands it over to be seen by the rest of the party. Zardoz Zord would like to humbly invite the proprietors of the Revenant Roadhouse to dinner aboard the illustrious Eyecatcher on the first day of Elysis sundown. The distinguished captain extends this invitation in good faith so that he may discuss a business proposition that all parties should be or should find mutually beneficial. You're welcome, Z. You know that is not the next day, but the day after. Okay. That was rather fast. Let's go inside. Apparently we've got some stuff to talk about. So Rainier follows you guys as well. First thing, Leaf, can I have a beer, please? A glass, two, two glasses. Three. Three glasses. Rainier's like, I'll, uh, do I'll you take have any one. milk? <laughs> I'll take one too. Four glasses and all filled with beer. <laughs> um, I take a taste. Is it our beer? Or no, it's, it's not your beer. <laughs> We have beer now. <laughs> I know. I thought we, I thought we talked about this, Liv. <laughs> Liv, we, we do have our own beer at this point. Just the your little Ouija board you have set up goes to yes. <laughs> do you not like our beer? Yes. Then why don't we serve it? need to actually come up with what this board actually has on it. We need to make a board. We need to make a Ouija board for Lee. Um, what, repeat that question. <laughs> then why don't we serve it? Uh, F-U-N. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue that. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and throw this out there. I didn't steal anything off that ship. I... So I don't know why they'd be coming after me. But I didn't take it. Coming after, that seemed like an invitation. Seem, yeah, it seemed like an invitation. Yeah, we were just on his ship. Why would he be inviting us to come back out unless we got caught? Us specifically. And that was rather quick. Huh? I mean, it made it barely after we got back and we came pretty quickly. I may or may not have been seen. Not. They may have recognized my hat. Okay. So, somehow or another, we got caught. Uh, Perhaps. I don't see how else. I went into and I fill you in on going into the room, seeing the automaton, uh, and I'm gonna roll here. Under 10, I tell you about the eye patch and the mannequin. Okay. Above 10, I don't. I don't. 16. 
Okay. So I don't. It doesn't seem important. It, it didn't seem, you know, I. I would not know anything uh, so maybe particular. A so maybe I say, clothes. yeah, I would tell you that I found a mannequin or a closet had a bunch of nice clothes, <coughs> dragon chest set worth a couple thousand dollars potentially, uh, the other automaton, and then that was about as far as we made it through the room and before the I came. Okay. The mention of the eye patch. Okay. Like, and I, I thought about this for quite a while <laughs> as to whether or not I would, and it was like I've never even heard the phrase. The one-eyed jacks, like right. so. There's no, like, whether or not that would even seem to be mildly relevant. It all seemed like extravagant clothes. Maybe that was just something that he thought would be it's a fashion statement. So, I left it at that. Okay. I managed to procure this ledger here of all of the nimble ride sales that the circus has conducted since coming to Waterdeep. Any names stick out? Sound familiar? Specifically, kind of like showing Rainier. Lord Walrus particularly seems to stand out. That's <laughs> it's a name that you don't often hear. Yes. If you ask me, he sounds a little cuckoo cuckoo. Mm, yeah, but he is the Walrus. Yeah, let's see. I don't see an Eggman. <laughs> Now I'm familiar with this Lord Labdar, Lord Corin, Lord Orond. Um, looks like the, the House of Inspired Hands and House of Graces, those are both temples. Do any of those people have something against you or your father? I mean, me personally, <clears throat> no, but Many people had stuff against my father. That's why he's no longer in Waterdeep. Um, I mean, the city armory. I wouldn't even know who's in charge of that these days. So, no enemies that stand out to you, then? No, unfortunately not. I feel, feel like somebody was running out of names by the end, though, with the Lord Walrus. I will agree with you on that. <laughs> it seems we have quite a bit of investigating to do, then, my friends. And not much time. So, what, what do you think Zordas would want to talk with us about? Why would he want to reach out to us? Like, obviously, we got, we got caught. He had an automaton that saw me. But it didn't seem... It was active, but Even not like... we were seen, how would we have known that we were the proprietors of the Revenant Roadhouse? Now that's a better question. Perhaps we weren't seen. Perhaps our reputation precedes us. Could be. But I mean, the only person that would be really spreading our reputation around... I don't think really likes us that much. Rainier helped spread our reputation when we saved his friend Flune, the fool. You need to be a little nicer to Flune. He can't help himself. He's good company. Is Flune. He deserves all he gets. That is not his fault. That is his mother's fault. Durnin may in fact be telling people of our deeds to help us gain additional work. Yagra may have refer- referenced us. You all have helped uh, Mert as well, if I Mert recall correctly. 
Or maybe he planned the attack. Knew that our bar got damaged and is trying to make amends. That could be as well. I say we go to this meeting. Okay. Did you see anything that might have implied that he was behind the attack? Zordars? Yes. I did not get the impression that Zordars was behind the attack. If you have the ledger, it won't be long before the City Watch puts two and two together about the Wooden Man, and soon they will have the ledger as well. I may be the only person in possession of this particular ledger, and we may also want to not speak to that fact. Why not? May have been obtained through illegitimate means. Good job. But I mean, it's a starting point. It is. As long as it is the only one, we will have time. I can't speak for certain to that, but I think it at least gives us a head start. Then we need to act like the guard will be not far behind us. Well, it says here, it looks like there's descriptions of each one. Did we get any descriptions of the... Wooden man that was seen outside? Uh, nimble right. Nimble right, my apologies. No, no give me one minute. And I walk upstairs and get the kids. Okay. Um, so you walk upstairs and they are curled up sleeping um, in one of the bedroom, where, whichever room you drop them in. I bring them downstairs, give okay. them the hat. I hope we'll know. They're kind of rubbing their eyes, looking around. Yeah. Drawing a blank on the. This is your show, Papa Two Ball. I would have let the children sleep, and I surely wouldn't have given them such a fool hat. I like the hat, and it's on (laughs) Jinx. It's no, like Jinx is the youngest and smallest of the kids, and so it's just like he's got to kind of hold it up. I really like the hat. What's What's the other one? There's Squidly. Nat, Nat. Jinx, and she's so just kind of... So it's Nat like standing three feet away and she tips the brim of the hat? <laughs> Cannon. Cannon, she does. Okay. Oh, well, good afternoon. I like the hat. <laughs> and it like just chips on his whole yeah. <laughs> is, is there something is, with Squidly? Is he bad? No. And I write down the same thing I'm going to ask. Okay. Do you remember any characteristics of the wooden man? He didn't didn't have like any hair. It was just all smooth on top. Um, he was wearing clothes. He. I don't know. I don't know. It was really smoky. Really, out of really cloudy. Out of those, does that eliminate any of those? Uh, yeah, sure. It would eliminate the uh, silver-haired 
Uh, probably the one with a fashionable beard. Uh, maybe the one with eight halos, because they're saying it was just smooth up here instead of having eight halos on top of their head. Did he have a beard? Um, Nat reaches, like, for a pen and writes down, um, maybe. It was very dark and there was a lot of smoke. I guess it wasn't very dark. There was a lot of smoke because the sun let us fill up. But she can't say for sure. Did he have feathers? Oh, like at this point, I'm speaking directly to Nat, mm-hmm. writing this down because of like imagine Jinx. She shakes her head. I don't think they would have seen his eye color at this distance. He wasn't wearing armor, was he? She shakes her head again. There were a couple of Zents that were killed too, weren't there? Yes, I believe so. Maybe go talk to Yagra and see if she knows anything about what they were doing here. That would be a good idea. Because from the sound of it, they were meeting up with uh, Dalakar Dalakar. before the Nimble Rank got hold of him. Zens is your area of expertise, I do believe. I'm good to that. Although, Yagra is mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kids, thank you very much. We're trying to get to the bottom of this. Okay. We may be away for the next couple of days, but you are more than welcome to seek anything you need from... Lif? Aiden. Aiden. Or Adrin. Or... Nog. Oh, especially Nark. I was like... Get him. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many NPCs in this campaign. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Liv, would you be able to watch over the children at all? Good. A glass of beer appears in front of an ass. <laughs> Milk, please. I take the beer away. <laughs> she kind of... If you believe that would be the first beer that this child has had, you are fooling yourself, Papa Tubal. She's like 12. I'm no fool, but it will not happen on my watch. It wasn't happening on your watch, it was happening in my bar. Yeah, so two glasses of milk appear on the bar. She kind of drinks one. What time of night is it? Uh, it's, it's about like, 10, 11 ish. So I can. How far are we from. Uh, I mean. The Yawning Portal. A good little bit. Could I get there before midnight? You'd probably get there right about midnight. If it's 10, 11 ish. With Cat, we can be there. <laughs> if you take Cat, you can get there quicker. If it's yeah, just you. Yeah, because there's no drays or anything running at this time either, so you'd have to be going completely on foot. Okay. Uh, well, no, because hold on. 
because you all were all the way down here. It would have taken you some time to get all the way back up there. Yeah, it's probably a little closer to midnight, okay. even with Kotberg, simply because you're pretty much on the other end of the city from the dock ward. Do I know, like, where to go to get Yagra outside of the island portal, like, in the you, morning? You've not discussed it. You've only ever seen her in the yawning portal. Uh, she has popped into your bar a few times. Do you have any more of your paper birds? Uh, I do. How many do you have? Bit of a rare commodity. I'm down to two. Might I purchase one from you? Uh, you, you can have one if you need it. I think I might. Yeah, I'd give him one. Okay. Got a paper bird now. And, uh, I guess I'll send one out to speak with Yager in the morning. Okay. Yeah. It's midnight on a... It's like a Friday, isn't it? Or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we could go there, she still might be there. Did you look at the calendar? I mean, that's that's, a, that's <laughs> got us going there. Like, that's us showing up at 2. Because cool. uh, she said it was 10-ish and we'd get there around midnight. Yeah, and then I was like, and it's actually because it would have taken y'all a little longer. It's closer about 11, 12 right now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I send all the paper birds and uh, meet us at the Revenant Roadhouse. Okay. That way I don't have to go anywhere yeah. whenever she gets up. Ooh. Anybody else doing anything? Well, if you'd like, I can ask around, see if we can't narrow down the nimble right list at all. See if they're all accounted for. Or... Yeah, I think, uh... Well, that one could be... Uh, that one can be knocked out. The feminine. Well, whatever you that part. Yeah, so... There's one that's featureless. That Bogindra Summer Dade. Uh, either way, that one's for like the Watchful Order of Magists. Okay. I uh, don't know that we're too worried about like that group. But is that a group that gets involved in anything shady or. Um, that the we know Royal of? Order of Maid uh, Magist, uh, the Black Staff is in charge of. You know that that is the. <laughs> Like the the mage, the magic user organization in town. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them are very academic and scholarly, but everybody, pretty much with the exception of Kotberg, would have had to register with them as magic users in Waterdeep. So, should the town ever be under attack, anything like that, they will call the magic users in town to aid of the city. Yeah. Um, so they're they're considered kind of a lawful good. I've already got an invitation to go see the black stuff. Well, I'm thinking like that. We can kind of rule that one out because they're they're like a lawful good group. So sure. I don't think There's that no they such would. Such thing as a person where they're not supposed to be or a betrayer in dungeons. And there was a. Right. It was also a magic item. Fireball that, spell. Mm. Sorry. There was also a magic item. Mm. Because that's well, in character, not the DM is speaking. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, in order of ones that we think it's more likely to be, I would think that maybe it would be uh, Lord Ar 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 Brent. 
A D A R B R E N T. Ad Arborent. Ad Arborent. Ad Arborent. I'm gonna sound it out. I got it. Uh, Lord uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> has, uh, no. Deslin Trier. D E Z L E N T Y R. Okay. Deslin Trier. Uh, those two, did any of the, or did the two of them hate you an excessive amount? No. Your father? Not that I'm, I mean, like I said, everyone hates my father, but. But are they, I, I've gotten, state something that you would be able to gain access to under some pretense? I believe so. Shouldn't perhaps be too hard. those would be the I feel like those, or Lord, uh, Growlhund, that one had a fashionable beard. The other ones kind of didn't really have any distinguishing features that would have been caught. Too bold. Uh, Perhaps you might be able to speak to your friends in the city guard about if they had gained any better descriptions of the nimble right. You know, highestness and biasness. Captain Dages. Yes, the, the Dages family. They are a, uh, you know, it's great when a partnership can work outside of work as well. Yes, inspiring to us all, I'm sure. I would be afraid that that would draw too many questions, but I will ask. Well. Perhaps this conversation will take a bit of tact, and then I will do it. <laughs> Are you trying to say the two balls not very good at talking to people? I'm saying that he lacks a certain bit of uh, craft. Tis fair. Very well. I will speak with Hyastis and Biastis, and you will speak with Yagra. Do give her my best. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, my the absolute best. best. 100%. <laughs> Nothing but. Okay. When would you like to go see the Blackstaff? Because I would very much like to join you. I suppose we could speak to them after we speak with Hyastis and Biastis and have a better idea as to what it is we're actually looking for. I really don't uh, need to speak to the black staff for anything. So, I mean, if you guys want to do that without me, you're more than welcome to. Okay. So we shall split the party. Yeah, I'm like not interested in going anywhere near that group. Like, I'm an unregistered magic user. <laughs> like, no thank you. That's fine. Yeah. So. Okay, well. Shall we meet back up here tomorrow evening then and discuss what we found, or...? Sure. Where are you heading to find? Uh, you said yeah, to basically check out the lords. lords. The two okay. lords, just to see... The three lords. Yeah, there's three. Just to maybe get an eye on... See if every, everything is accounted for, and... Yeah. Yeah, I just tell them I'm interested in purchasing one, and see if I can't learn any more, ask for maybe a demonstration. Should any of those lords prove to be perilous, I think it would be beneficial for you to have accompaniment. Perhaps Catberg would be willing to escort you, keeping an eye on you should anything happen. I would 
Appreciate that company. Mr. Capo. Yes, my friends. <laughs> Very well. Uh, I will meet you back here then in the morning and we shall go. Okay. All right, so Rainier gives his leave and heads on out. I suggest we get some rest. Okay. I shall wait to the basement. Wait to the basement? I'm going to the forge. Going to the forge. Copper goes up in his tower. You go into your room. Yep. Uh, you see a winged snake sitting on your bed. And you walk in and close the door and it says, meet tomorrow. We have things to discuss in a very familiar voice. Has it been a month? Hmm? Has it been a month since the last time I made a payment? Mm -hmm. It's the end of the month. Okay, so I, okay. And so it gives that message and then flies out the window in a very familiar voice. Okay. Nothing. Nothing? Nope. So, everyone goes to bed. Were you doing something with a paper bird? Uh, not yet, okay. no. Alright. So, I'm trying to forge out like a very, well, four hours to play with. Mm-hmm. Forge out like a very simple design of like a Z. Mm -mm. No, just like children playing. Like, and it's like not finely crafted, just like just putting something out there. What are you, just like wrought iron, or are you inscribing it into something, or... Well, whatever it would be, you just... I'd be drawing it, more than likely. Just drawing it. Just etching, etching it, like, into, like, a piece of... Well, just drawing it on paper. Like oh. something I want, a design. Oh, okay, so you're just planning something out. All right, no problem. So the next morning comes... And... Bright and early, you've got someone out front handing out papers. One of your workers have gone and purchased a. It's a double handout. A wazoo. I have so oh, many. Look, there's notes. the tavern. That's awesome. Y'all didn't find half of them in the boat. That's <laughs> right. We're going back. Sneaking in later. <clears throat> Over a dozen were killed. Dang, I thought I helped a couple of people. You did. That's mm -hmm. with you helping. There's a typo. Because <laughs> it was changed to JB Nevercott's uh, noggin, noggin toppers. toppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, the cannon fired. I forgot that that was the noggin topper. It's an old ad. Mm. He hasn't had a chance to update it just yet. So you guys see the kids at the bar. Um, Aiden has cooked them up a breakfast. Um, he's come in, start getting everything ready for the day. Uh, this is the day kind of off work, so things get started a bit earlier. Uh, 
Rainier arrives and okay well I shall go visit the lords today then uh, come Catberg let's go and Catberg and Rainier head out uh, I would be back at the uh, roadhouse just okay. waiting on uh, as you're at the roadhouse I'm sure a handout Um, a head peeks in. Um, excuse me, I'm looking for Tubal. Yes. Yes, uh, my master, Lord Castellanta, wishes to speak with you and your associates, if you are willing. And he is dressed in livery of the Castellanters. I feel like we've wrote a lot of checks lately. Beast to plan for you guys. When uh, would he like to meet? Uh, sometime today, I believe. Very well. We shall meet him at his estate. Well, he kind of gives a bow and turns and leaves. Are you still here? Did you already let up? I'm waiting for Yager to show up. Yeah, so I'm still here. Well, Wonder what he wants. Probably another piece commissioned. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I bet. And so. These papers never cite their sources. Did you have a hand in that? No, I just preferred fact checking. What hand would you think I would have in boot? Affairs of Waterdeep. I am my own affair. <laughs> I feel like you probably are invested in quite a few affairs. <laughs> well, now that you speak of it in that fashion. So, what time shall we deal with Castle Hunter? So we have Castle Lanto, the Black Staff, the City Watch. This is quite a full yeah, place. Y'all might want to pair some stuff. <laughs> well, Castle Lanto seemed to request you if I was hearing properly through a reading of this unsighted swivel. Correct? And the compatriots. But yes, I can go in your stead. It terrifies me to say that you may speak for us on this occasion, but that may be necessary in this case. Castle Enter has been nothing but generous. Until you got us thrown out of his estate. Thrown out? <laughs> Merely put the man in his place, which he did not know. Yes, perhaps I should go talk to Castle Enter, and you should speak to the Blackstaff would leave you as a grease stain on the side of the road. I do not know how to divide these responsibilities any longer. He could speak with the guard. Yes. Heistus and Bystus, you stick with the Dages. The Dageses. I will toss. Dages? Dages. Yes, the Dages. The Dages. <laughs> <laughs> I toss you my uh, uh, 
Level six spell holding gem. Please find out what that holds. Do you have that? I can do that. For sure. How would you? You be did. Able to do you that? learned that it was a spell, a uh, stone of spell storing. That's how you found out what it was to begin with. Someone else told you it was a level six spell. You all still haven't found somebody uh, either high enough level or with the Ability. abilities to be able to identify what spell is being stored. I shall do my very best. So about this time, Yagra walks into the bar. Oh, hello, Yagra. Oh, hello. Yagra, uh, did you want something to drink? Giacomo, we have a full day. Yeah. Let us keep going. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Good idea. Oh, you're not going to uh, be hanging around? I might find a reason. Well, he's hanging in there. <laughs> like oh. a hair in a biscuit. Like a tick. <laughs> Everybody seems to be in a mood this morning. Mm. Yes, yes, they all seem to be rather against my proclivities. Never seen you procreate with somebody, but I hope I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Yagra, if you'd like to go upstairs to the office, uh, go up and maybe talk a little business. Goodbye, Giacomo. Goodbye, Yagra. Until next time. I do hate to see you go. Ah, oh, but I'd love to watch you leave. That is exactly where I was heading. I thought so. <laughs> she follows getting upstairs. <laughs> so, we're going to the castle. Kang! Hey, Yagra. Uh, Good to hear from you. What can I do for you? Well, I show her the newspaper. Yes, I heard. I'm glad that yeah. everybody's okay. There were some people found out front uh, a couple zents. Okay, that wasn't mentioned in the paper. No. Did you know who they were? or? No, I didn't. I can see if I can find out. We don't have anybody that I know of that's missing from the Doom Raiders. That's one of the things I was kind of worried about. Uh, I don't think that they were there for like official business, but they, uh, one of the gentlemen that was killed in the fireball seemed to also be, uh, he was in the process of being confronted by two Zeds. Okay. So, then somebody threw a fireball, killed the group of them, and ran off with something. Don't know what it is. Uh, and I am gonna inside check her as to whether or not okay. she would know the people that went missing. Maybe. I'm gonna die. There it is. Uh, 17 plus seven. So what are you trying to find out? Uh, if she knew of the two other, like when I mentioned the two other people and Zents had been killed, did she really not know or did she know that there had been Zents that died in the fireball? So that's 17 on the die, so yeah. 24. So you you get the impression, you say you feel she wasn't necessarily surprised when you said that Zents had been killed, but you feel she was being honest when she said she did not know okay. who had been killed. Okay. Uh, you don't happen to know for any particular reason why people would be wanting to get 
something from Lord Neverember's son, do you? I might have an idea. Not quite sure yet. I'm still, we're still looking into it. But not uh, acting? No, not acting at this point. Okay. Have you made any headway with Albrecht? And as far as? Bailing me out? We've been a little busy. Well, I've got a, a meeting with him later today. Okay. Uh, just was curious. i got to make a payment, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to figure out just whether or not I needed to do that. Um, I would probably go ahead. Uh, like I said, things have been... A little busy lately. Uh, there's a lot going on that we are trying to get to the bottom of. Uh, so I do, I do apologize, but we. Anything we could help with, maybe? Maybe. I mean, we are busy. We've wrote a lot of checks. Uh, <laughs> nice to have something to back that with. I feel, obviously, you know, Yonger's accent just goes everywhere. I feel obviously that um, whatever happened outside of your establishment, uh, while was a surprise, was not necessarily surprising. We are trying to figure out what exactly it is that the Xanathar's Guild and the rest of the Zentarum are after. We think that we know, which I feel that you've mentioned before, as far as the dragons. Yeah. So... So is there some truth to that, potentially? I believe so. Uh, we believe that Neverember left a quite a large vault of dragons worth about half a million gold which is a lot and we believe that the scuffles that have been happening have been over keys to said vault now what those keys are we don't know uh we're trying to find out some more information we have put some people within you know, the other Zentarum, and actually we were hoping that you might be able to shed a little bit of light on that, so which is another reason why I feel that you should show up to meet Albrecht with payment and see if there's more that you might be able to learn. Well, I can definitely try, but last time I met with Albrecht, he, uh, he, he, yeah, he doesn't, he gives me just enough to let me make payments. I feel like if I were to try to stray too far to one side or the other, that, you know, he's not really a guy that I want to cross without having somebody to back me. Oh, that's fair. Uh, so before I go sleuthing or asking any questions, I need to know that if something happens to me, that there's a whole faction of Zentarum that are going to come and bail me out. 
And I don't think that that's real. That's not going to happen. Kang, you have been a good friend. As much as we would have loved to have had, you know, an office in this establishment. (laughs) That aside, um, I can't speak for the rest of the Doom Raiders, but I can speak for myself. And should you need help, you can count on me to stand beside you. That inside check still run. Uh, you can go ahead and give another one. Give another one. Uh, twenty-four. Yeah, she seems to be completely truthful. Okay. Well, what what in particular do you want me to ask about? Just what's going on with the keys? Even what the keys are, we aren't aware of that. We just know that they're, or if he knows the location of the vault, any of protections that it might have. Who else is after it? Okay. Well, I can ask around. Uh, Maybe you could try to find out uh, who the Zents were that died out front here. give us a little insight as to where to poke around. Maybe who directly they answered to. I can certainly try. Uh, Do you know where they took the bodies? Uh, The watch came and got them. Okay. So wherever that is. No, yeah, that, I have an idea being one of the temples, so I'll find out and see if I can go get a look at the bodies and make some type of identification. Well, thank you for meeting with me. Uh, yes. It just feels like, is there a better way to get in contact with you, a cheaper way than paper birds? <laughs> uh, well, I generally uh, stay either at the Yawning Portal, you can always just send a messenger there, uh, and if I'm not, I'm there at least every other day or so. Okay. Um, no offense, Kang, uh, but I like to keep my personal abode a bit of a secret. No, I completely understand. Um, I like to kind of keep business and pleasure separate. Uh, so even if I'm not there immediately, I'll receive any type of message within a day. Okay. Well, thank you. Of course. Is there anything else? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to stay and have breakfast, if that's all right with you. I mean, I came all the way here. I can smell food. Uh, real quick, Mm -hmm. on a side note. I have a wrote down. Wooden man ran towards the east. Pointy beard. Had a hat. So... I guess y'all did get a description, then. There's only one that had a fashionable beard. Well, that would narrow it down now, wouldn't it? I didn't get to listen to all of the podcasts, so I couldn't remember. Mm. That was not... I mean, that would have been two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. That's probably why I didn't remember. (laughs) So would we... Yeah. Would we... Would we have retconned that, that that got relayed? No, maybe Kang had forgotten. Now remembers. Yeah, okay. 
Well, are, are they still downstairs? I mean, we haven't been out of that. They even said they left. Yeah. Oh, did you? Drag him out the door. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to go talk to what, Castle, Castle Landers. All right. <clears throat> well, I just remembered something that I have to do that's very important. Um, okay. Thank you so much. Feel free to eat breakfast. No, hang I'm out. I'm going to. I run towards Sorry. the other <laughs> office and where the guy, or the, not the, the shop, the guy that I bought the paper birds from mm-hmm. to start with. And I want to send one to Giacomo. Okay. And explain that I just remembered something uh, that there was one with the pointy beard. Okay. So whatever that costs me. Yeah. That'll be... I think it was eight gold. Yeah. Upon receiving his paper bird, I will immediately use my paper bird to contact... Rainier. Rainier and Copper <laughs> To let them know... That we know who it is, oh, and yeah. it is. Do not go to this house yet. Right. <laughs> Lord, blah, 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 wait for us at the Revenant Roadhouse. Bookworm's treasure. Yeah. Was it eight gold? With this huh? taken care of, I believe like we can wait for visiting the Blackstaff. Castle Enter, I do believe, is still a pressing matter. He is my favorite noble. I liked you much better when you spoke much less. Tis my role, is it not? It is difficult to decide. So... We're still going to go see Castle Andrew. All right. You all arrive at the Castle Andrew Villa. Uh, at the gates, you have uh, the guards kind of set up, and they see you all approach... And kind of nod in recognition. They're kind of they're expecting you. So they open the gate so that you can enter. Uh, you go through the well manicured lawn. Uh, and you hear the sound of laughter, and you look over and you see the two Castle Lantern children running, kind of playing in the gardens. Uh, they stop and look up at you all, kind of give like a little little wave. Tip of the hat. Laugh and <laughs> it gets longer every time. No, that was reasonable. Fair. That's reasonable. But they kind of laugh and continue playing. And as you walk up to the house, you look and you see a woman waiting for you. Um, get the description for you. Okay, so you look, you see a human woman. She is dressed very finely, dark hair pulled into kind of an elaborate updo with braids along the sides, and it appears she's got kind of pearls woven in to her hair. And as you all approach, she gives you a nod. Hello, welcome. I'm Lady Amalia, Castle Lantern. Hello, Lady Amalia. I must say, it is normally my associates lot in life to speak disparagingly of your lord, but here he sends a woman to greet me, and I must question his mental faculties. She kind of titters a little bit. Um, kind of, oh, well, thank you all 
very much for accepting our invitation. Um, please follow me. But she leads you guys into a room, uh, light pouring from the window, light pouring in from four tall bay windows that looks out onto a, onto the garden. Uh, glancing, you see kind of the children playing down there. Inside is a luxurious armchair and a small side table where an uh, empty glass of wine sits uh, along with a wine bottle. You see Vittorio standing by the window looking out. Uh, he's also holding a wine glass. Mr. Cassinant. Lord <laughs> Perception check. Okay. I'm looking for my sword. Is it displayed? Okay. <laughs> uh, 20 plus. Uh, you don't see the sword. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Must have been a bad roll. <laughs> Clearly. Right. I just, I forgot that you swiggled him. Now I feel less confident oh, about what really? he does. <laughs> yeah. No. I remembered. Yeah, you guys go ahead and talk to Castellan. I'll go talk to y'all. <laughs> I'm not going. I had no intention on going to that. Thank you. And he, he's still just back to you. And Lady Castellanter, thank you again for coming. May I get you all uh, something to drink? No, thank you. Class of wine, Of course. And she kind of snaps her hands and a servant comes in and pour with a, there was only one glass, so he comes in with another glass, uh, pours some wine, hands it to you. And she, uh, Lady, your efforts are most appreciated. You're welcome. Uh, Smedley, please close the door on the way out. We need to liberate Smedley. <laughs> Something must be done. <laughs> Smedley, to the Revenant Roadhouse. Oh, of course. <laughs> Smedley, prepare the stage for me. Of course. <laughs> anyway, so you have your wine and. Lady Castellaner kind of looks out the window for a minute and turns and looks at you all. As much as it pains my husband here, we would like to ask for your help. In a matter a bit more important than recovering some stolen paintings. Sorry, could you say that once again, but slower? Must be recovering the sword. She kind of laughs, and you see kind of Lord Castellaner stiffen up, but she kind of laughs, and she pats him kind of on the shoulder, and, well, honestly, from what I hear, that was a bit of a clever trick, and is part of the reason why we're reaching out to you. I didn't realize Tubal could be clever. Proceed. And at this point, Vittorio turns around, and... We will, as long as you swear right now to any gods that you follow that anything you hear will not leave this room. And if we follow no gods? We will swear on your life. Mm. For surely that is something that you would hold above all else. I swear on my virility. Fair. <laughs> I swear to the anvil. 
he kind of nods, goes and pours himself another drink, and you see him take a big, long, long drink, sets it down. So, I'll cut to the chase. I need your all's assistance in saving my children. The ones that are playing outside? Indeed. What terrorist have fallen? Amelia and I made some bad choices in our youth. And she kind of snorts at that. We became tempted by that which, oh, how do I put it? And Emilius kind of speaks up. We got involved with the cult of Asmodeus. I believe I may have read something about this. Yes, and that's another reason why we feel that we need to seek help to get things taken care of a little bit quicker if eyes are going to start looking towards us. And what do you need taken care of? Well, some years ago, we made a deal. Untold riches. In exchange for the soul of our firstborn child. It's generally how those go, and at the time, we had no desire for children. It's not <coughs> anything we ever wanted. And we figured, why not? But then, we had the twins. And Asmodeus will come to collect their souls on their ninth birthday. But... As all devil contracts, there's always loopholes, and we are quite good at reading contracts. Mm. And Vittorio speaks up. On the night before their birthday, we have a ritual in which we give them 999,999 gold. The contract will be fulfilled, and my children get to keep their souls. We have money, obviously, but we do not have that kind of money. But there is a grand game afoot in the city of Waterdeep. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot of violence in the streets. Indeed, I read in, right in front of the door of your tavern. Inside check. What are you inside checking? Hey, if they're telling the truth about making a deal. Okay. No. Thirteen. Uh, you get the impression that they're being truthful. You feel like maybe, I mean, you haven't heard the rest of it yet. Um... But, the amount is what I was going for. Um, no, you feel that, yes, that amount is on the dot. Okay. Um, but Amelia speaks up at this point. Yes, well, 
I don't know if you all are familiar with Neverember's Enigma, the vault of dragons that he's hidden. We want it. They say there's half a million gold in it. As I said, we have a fair amount ourselves, so you help us find it, you'll get a 10% cut. Half a million gold. And this is all to save the souls of your children. Yes. That you saw. Yes. And now you can insult me, you can judge me all you want, and that is fine. I deserve every bit of it. Mm. But now I want to save my children. And I will do anything. You would do anything. Indeed. If we provide you with the location of this one, and we are able to get you the gold that you need to save the souls of your children, would you then willingly give yourself to my blade? Roll of persuasion. Nine. Nine. Um, she's going to insight check you. She wants to know if you are asking in a hypothetical situation or if you are actually asking if I'm when this is done, if, if you can, that you are planning to kill her afterwards. That if, if, if she would be willing to let me kill her when this is done to save her children. So she looks at you and if that's what it takes, then yes. And Victoria, at this point, steps up. Amelia, sit down. Kind of looks over at you. And you, Victoria, what are you willing to give for the souls of your children? So I will do whatever it takes. So you two would willingly give yourself to my blade? I don't like these hypotheticals. I'm not speaking. There's other help in the city. We shall help you. But not for you. Not for you. You're both asses. And playing with devils. Stupid. But for your children. Ten percent will not be enough. You will never repay us for what we will do. You will owe us. That is acceptable. You can do with the money whatever you want. If you want to donate it, feel free to do so. But 10% will be payment for services rendered. I will not do future favors, so to speak. Just two weeks ago, you accepted a deal on a sword for future favors. We're talking about your children, and this is where you draw the line? Yes, and a sword which was a fake. It was no fake. A misrepresented sword, then. Then perhaps your eyes misjudged you and your greed took over, such as you find yourself in this circumstance right now. You're not wrong. I said we will help. And I also said it will not be enough. 
I'll leave it to you to hammer out the details. <laughs> Turn out my wine. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is so rude! <laughs> <clears throat> Gently set down the glass and make my way back out. Okay. I'm just following him. So as you leave, Amelia speaks up and goes, Do you not want more information? You know where to find us. Probably stay. I mean, out of character. <laughs> you should. <laughs> well, when you make it exit like that, I'm like. I mean, yes, he's, that's he's, that's he's leaving you to make out. Oh, okay, I'm leaving you to hammer out the details. I'm sorry. I mean, I could give you more information. No, I'm sorry. Because no, fuck it. That's fine. Well, when you make it, it's like, oh man, fuck it, let's do it. No, no, no. He got caught. You guys can talk it out. Shut this. Like I'm sorry, character <laughs> thing like Jacques, <laughs> selling out children. Like this would really hit some strings for Jacques. So he's yeah, he's out of this. this. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Recon. Yes. So what do you know? We don't know the location of the vault just yet. We are working on it. We know that Xanathar and the Zentarum are after it, and apparently another party. If anything that happened in front of your bar last night has anything to do with this, which we feel that it does. There is a key to the vault. It is the Stone of Galore. G-O-L-O-R-R. That key, however, is missing three pieces that are needed to activate it. We believe one piece is with the Xanathar Guild. We do believe the Zentarum are in possession of a second piece. The third we don't know, though. We also believe that it was the stone itself that was stolen in front of your tavern. Though why it was on its way there, I have no idea. Is that all the information you have? That is. Anything else that you find out, we will need to know immediately. Of course. And you have, should you need assistance, the castle and your name, as much as you dislike it, is worth something in Waterdeep. And so we would offer our resources to you as well. To assist you. Resources you have gained on your children's blood. It is very nice. I think I will try my best to do without. As you will. No, no, no. For this. Hmm? How long do we have until their birthday? Oh, how long do we have until their birthday? Uh, it is in a month from today. hoped to be able to find it before then, but as I said, it appears to be another player has entered into the game that we are unfamiliar with at this time, so. We'll get to work immediately. Of course. Vittorio is just back to you looking at the window again. Has been pretty much for this all you've been talking to, Amelia. 
then if there's nothing more, there's much to do. Smedley will see you out. No need. I'm just trying to walk out. I just imagine as soon as he dumps the ball, like the glass of wine, Smedley goes over and starts like <laughs> mopping it up. Like this is not his first time having to do this. Just <laughs> you act like they're here. Some poor servant's gonna have to clean that. And... It's a gesture. It's a traumatic gesture from a dramatic. Smedley, I, I require scary. chugging some wine. Please keep my <laughs> glass Smedley. full. Uh, as I'm walking out, mm-hmm. uh, I go to the kids that are playing. Just. Okay. So you walk out and kind of around the side, there are guards very heavily present in the garden. Um, so you walk up to the kids and they're watching you. That's fine, I just kneel down. What are your names? Willem. No, they have, they have Jack and Diane. Just a little bit. Um, the boy speaks up. I'm Terenzio, Terenzio, there we go, Terenzio, and my sister's name is Elzarina, T-E-R-E-N-Z-I-O, and E-L-Z-E-R-I-N-A. (laughs) Terenzio and Elzarina. Terenzio. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll be looking for great things out of you. Do not waver. Okay. Let's get up and walk away. They kind of look at you really like, what is this dude talking about? It's a weird elf. And I guess Giacomo headed back to the were you waiting for him out in the Roadhouse. No, I was not waiting. I was getting away. Roadhouse. <laughs> so I head back to, to the Roadhouse. Okay. Well, we, uh, I made my way to go see Alps. Okay, so you go to one of the uh, safe houses that you generally meet at in the dock ward. Um, you do your patented Zentarum knock. <laughs> at the door uh, and you're let in and Albrecht uh, sitting there looks like he's doing paperwork and he sees you and he kind of holds a hand up he continues writing for a little bit take time power move office looks nice birds around here. The, the paper snakes? Is that what y'all call them here? <laughs> so he gets done writing and he does fold up a paper bird hmm. and he, you see him whisper into it and it flies away. Hey, uh, you sent for me? I did. Uh, you just have a seat? Yeah, I come up and I set 60 gold on the desk in front. Mm-hmm. He kind of doesn't even count it. Just kind of nods in acknowledgement. And he kind of sits back and gives you a good look. So I hear there was a bit of a scene at your little tavern last night. Was that last night? I guess it was. Yeah, there was a little little, uh, mix up there. Um, 
As a matter of fact, there was a couple other synths wrapped up in that. I know, I'm aware. What were they doing there? They were trying to retrieve something very valuable to me. Well, I don't know what that is. I know who they were trying to get it from, but I don't know what it is that they're looking for. No, they were trying to get it from somebody who's been working for Xanathar's guild. I meant to ask you, what was it, did, did the hideout check out for you? Anything come fruition from that? I don't know what you're talking about. The hideout that drew a map for you, mm -hmm. showed you, of Xanathar's kill? Yeah. Doesn't ring any bells? No, it did, but by the time we'd gone, they had moved. So, fortunately, it was useless. Hmm. But... I'm gonna insight check that. Okay. Did, did he really not find out anything? <laughs> That's as cocked as a dice can be. That's cocked. Sixteen. You get the impression that he's probably lying to you. Albert, you know, I get that, that we have this professional relationship that does extend so far, but when, you know, we've always kind of worked on a you scratch my back, I scratch yours, and I gave you a hideout that had some pretty useful stuff in there. There's like a big teleporting podium uh, someone told me about that was in there. <laughs> I'm sure that you got more than just a couple dead goblins out of it. There. And now I'm not asking for anything from that. I made the payment. Payments will continue to come. But let's, let's not be coy with the lying and whatnot about the information I gave you. It was useful. For what, I don't know. Well, it was useful. I'll give you that. And he kind of leans forward and just kind of looks at you for a minute, kind of looking you up and down. I want to offer you a chance to wipe your sleep. That's interesting. All right. Tell me, what are you aware of regarding what we have going on with the Xanathar Guild? Then I actually know, uh, I'm trying to think what my character actually knows and not what we just talked about. <laughs> uh, with the Xanathar's Guild, I think that it was I know that there was talk of dragons because I talked to him about that last time. Was I think that I actually the only part the only part that I know is that Xanathar's Guild and the Zents are going at it to try to get at the dragons. But as far as anything else directly involved with those parties, I don't. So I, I would relay that. Well, because we did just do this. Albrecht relays the information about the fact that Neverember had smuggled 
half a million gold somewhere in the city. I know where a handful of the keys are. And I know where the stone is. Okay. I want you to help get it for me. And if I were to get this, I'm, so you want me to do what, to get all of this, all of these things together in place? I, like, I mean, I could see where that would be beneficial and it would be nice to wipe the slate, but I mean, I, I could, I feel like I could own like half of Waterdeep with that kind of money if I were to get it. Really? You would show up? with a half million gold out of nowhere. No way of moving it, no way of laundering it. That type of money. And just expect to keep your head on your shoulders, you'll have a target on your back. You'll have everybody <laughs> coming after you. One way or another, won't I have that if I find it? We protect you. <clears throat> Doesn't feel like a clean slate. <laughs> Well, what? Try to think. Well, what? I'll let you think. And that's why I'm just trying to think yeah. like... You you think on it. As I said, we know where the stone is. However, it is currently being protected. So... So who... Who bombed Arpa? Can I trust if, you get, if I give you that information? You're not going to go run off? Take that which I want? I... Uh, Genuinely more concerned at this point on filling out the insurance claim on book. Fair, but you have no proof. But it was Lord Grailhound. Grailhund. And he did it to kill <laughs> the no. We believe so. We believe that the gnome had been working for Xanathar, who had the stone and stole it. We believe he was going to give it to Rainier Never Ember. But we went to stop him and there was a fireball. And as far as we know, the nimble right belonging to the Grailhuns managed to escape with it. So, if I... I'm to get all three pieces and the stone and bring them back to you. If possible, yes. Even the stone itself. Uh, we did have a man named Erstel Flotson who was working with the Grailhounds. The Grailhounds were actually working for us and then they decided that they would rather look after themselves, so to speak, in this matter. Or still Floxon did what? He swapped sides? Uh, 
Ursula Flotsam was their contact. Uh, and he explains that since that night, they've had no contact with him. That they had been working for the Zentarum, uh, then basically double-crossed them, and Ursula Flotsam has not been heard from since. So whether or not he is in trouble with the Grail Hunts, or if he double-crossed Albrecht, doesn't know. I'll let you think about it. You have a paper bird I could have and I'll send it back to you? He come up. gets one off his desk and hands it Thanks. to you. Just know we will be moving two nights hence on the manor. If you would like to assist with that. On the manor to get the stone? Indeed. And you think that it's back at Girl Huns. Mm-hmm. I do. Alrighty. You are. Uh, look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach it by paper per. So he kind of gives you a nod and gets another sheet and goes back. It looks like he's doing books. Uh, and that's where we're going to end tonight's session. These things aren't really pecans, they're like brown sugar and butter. Yeah. With a little crunch in between.